It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867 and we're live here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. So guess what? You can come on over like so many nice folks and visit with us, ask your gardening question in person. It's another beautiful day, not a cloud in the sky, nice breeze. Let's see. Hang on, I got the temperature. Uh, what do I do with it? Um so currently the temperature is, anybody want to guess? 89. That's pretty close. It's 86. <laughs> so you have to get on the mic, though, Jerry. We can't hear you. Yeah. Remember your days from Ken's when they you couldn't hear yourself? That's kind of what it sounds like. Wait, a minute. Wait, where are you going? Okay. Oh, did the, did the rug pull it down? All right. Thank you. Is that better, Trace? Can you? Do I need to help Jerry, or are you okay? Thank you, Jerry. There you go. All right. So our phone number, 210-308. It's 86 degrees. 210-308-8867. Well, what's going on? I can't hear you. You can't hear me now? No, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Can you hear me now? Okay. I had a a question from the crowd, and uh, I didn't give the right answer. She was very unhappy. She asked me about sugar maples. And I said, we don't grow them here. And she says, yes, we well, do. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so she's right. Uh, Mexican sugar maple was actually found in a similar condition to what we have here as far as being alkaline. Um, and so we do carry those. You got those. We have big, Right now we have Big Tooth and we've got the Mexican sugar maples. That's the, the, I did bring that up. I said we had, the, we had some exotics that we uh, <laughs> have been, uh, uh, maple trees that have uh, been, been successful, but we didn't get that far in the conversation. No. So I had, uh, yeah, I, I had uh, obviously not. So tell me about these uh, and the audience out there about these sugar. Well, uh, actually, if I remember correctly, it was a plant of the weekend, uh, maybe three years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> Lord. So I, I'm probably the only one that has them because uh, they, they're growing at our sister uh, farm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, that, again, these were found in Mexico. Yeah. And uh, the mountainy, rocky area is just very similar to our conditions. So they're used to growing in alkaline places with shallow soils and they are they big like regular they, sugar maples or they've got little? they've got a pretty good sized leaf uh i've not obviously seen a full grown one yet but uh I mean, they, they are pretty uh pretty large leaf maple so if they do turn color they're going to be fabulous but you never know if it, anything like that's going to turn color depending on how our winter comes or doesn't come what size containers are they in? well they're in a box that's oh, a, that's okay. Equivalent, okay. equivalent to a 30-gallon. Okay. Good. So if you're out there, you're absolutely right. There is a type of sugar maple. You don't remember what the Latin is by chance, no? Uh, nope. Best I can get you is Mexican sugar maple. Okay. So uh, <laughs> now if she uh, 
if you're still around here, uh, you, you need to check those out because it sounds like it's something you might be interested in. And it probably won't be something you find anywhere else. And Very we, cool. Um, so do, what, what do they look like to you? I mean, are they, do they look like... Uh, are going to, they're, they look as, like they're going to get It's get. not as defined of a leaf. It looks almost more like a red oak than it does, uh, or, or like a Schumark red oak, more than it would, say, uh, a Texas red oak. So the the uh, so, so in-cuts in aren't as big like Schumark would be. Like ma- the maple. Yeah. yeah, it looks 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 more like a, a Schumark oak. red oak than it does a maple. Uh, a maple. Okay, cool. Uh, hey, uh, let's keep talking to Trace. Calvin, will you see if you can help her? I don't want to wait. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You've got a lot of great things on sale. We do. Yeah, so uh, let's uh, talk about some of those uh, items. A lot of the trees. Fall is for planting, and Millburgers is the place to go for get things to plant. It is, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Oh, no, what? The reason we do this yeah. is that's where we unload our Christmas trees. Aha. Uh-huh. And for us, it's easier to sell them off than it is to move them and then move them back. Okay. So we offer this until until we have the room already set for the Christmas trees, which are right around the corner. Yeah. Um, so once that room is done, then the sale goes off. So, so take advantage of it now. Yeah. It's This is the shade tree special? Yes, it is. Save 30%. On all 10, 15, and 30-gallon shade and ornamental trees, including live oak, red oak, Monterey oak, cedar elms, and more. So that's a pretty significant savings. It is. Yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, and I got that. Uh, but while we're there. Yeah. So we, we checked out this morning the uh, CPS website. Yeah. Oh, so, that's a great point. Thank you. So uh, they're doing the green tree rebate where you can plant up to five shade trees, and there are specific ones that you find on their website that are eligible. Yeah, they have the guidelines there. They have to be planted in a particular place that's going to shade your house from the summer heat. Their whole goal is to, if you don't have to run your AC as much, you won't use as much electricity, they don't have to charge you as much, and they don't have to produce as much. So unlike California, we don't want rolling blackouts. No. So uh, it's a great program, and it, it's helpful to them as well as you. So they would give you a $50, if you comply, you get a $50 credit on your bill um, after, I guess, they come and check out to make sure you plan it in the right place. So you can save plus get the credit, so it's really... Yeah, it's like a double whammy. Yeah. Save and collect. Hey, we have Ada on the line. You want to stick with us sure. and help her out? Ada's got a question at 210-308-8867. Ada, did I pronounce your name right? Yeah, that's fine, Ada or Ada. It doesn't matter. Oh, Ada? I answered to both. Okay. Which, what you got going on? How can we help you? Uh, I have a question about rye seed. We usually put winter rye on our lawn about this time. But I heard something about if you've used pre-emergent recently, you shouldn't. Uh, put the rice seed down, but they didn't say how long to wait. Well, that's because there's not an exact answer to that. Um, realistically, pre-emergence can last anywhere between three and six months, depending on rainfall and which pre-emergent. So there's not going to be one answer to fit that criteria. If, for me, if you want to do a pre-emergent uh, and you want to do ryegrass, you can only do your 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 spring pre-emergent you need to skip the fall pre-emergent 
which doesn't do you as much good when it comes to controlling weeds. So really it's uh, one way or, one way or the other. Do you want to control your weeds or do you want to have nice pretty green grass during the winter? Okay. <laughs> well, uh, we put down the pre-emergent in August, I think. Okay. So the with only, the, only way with to, the, you know which do you know which one you used? Well, no, it was it was a fertilizer that had pre-emergent in it. Are you sure it was a not a fertilizer with a post-emergent in it? No. Okay, you're positive it was a pre-emergent. So the, yes. the only way you're going to find out is to buy some ryegrass seed, throw it out, see what happens. Okay. Um, that's trial, trial and error is the only way you're going to get your answer. All righty. Well, we'll do that. We already have the dry seed, so we'll take care oh, of that. Good. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for calling. Tell us what happens. Thank, thank you so much, and I enjoy listening to your show. Thank you. Um, you take care. You All too. Right, have a great day. Bye. You too. Ellie is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Ellie, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, very well. Um, I have a question about our St. Augustine grass. We've had a beautiful lawn you know, this summer, and um, we've been listening to your show, and you were suggesting putting down uh, you know, the weed and feed. Uh, so my no, husband, the middle of the show. No, it wasn't this show. No, they don't like weed and feed. So I, yeah, and I, as far as I know, I don't think any any horticulture in, in the city are recommending well, that. Well, whatever you guys were suggesting, my husband okay. put down. Right. And the middle of September. And then we've gotten brown patches. And he got to looking at the package and he said he got a package of this that um, was not for St. Augustine and now we're dealing with these brown patches. How can we bring this back and can we do like soil activator or something on it or what? All right, well, I'm, I'm really confused on what he would have used. Uh, I could I could see a a fertilizer with a post-emergent in it, saying not for use on St. Augustine, but I can't see a uh, fertilizer with a pre-emergent in it that is not safe for St. Well, Augustine. it was it was for what you all were saying to put down, you know, in September October time frame, we, we and that's what he got. A, a, we would be suggesting a pre-emergent herbicide, but not with a fertilizer okay. mixed with a fertilizer. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. So to answer your question, I don't know what it is. So, yes, the Medina product would help dissipate whatever's there uh, quicker. Okay. Uh, Okay. So air, air, Medina, temperature, uh, all those things are going to make it quicker. Yeah, we've. We've just we've just decided this in the last week, and um, and we also have a big deer population that trample through our yard all the time. I did, well, at first we thought maybe that was the problem, but um, then he got to looking at that package. So okay, so try. Do you remember what the package it. had on it, or the the name, or anything like that? Well, do you still have the package? You can call us back. Okay. Well, 
hold on here. Uh oh. Honey, do you now. remember what we used? <laughs> I love our station. Was it a yeah. free emergent? Or? It was a, a Scott's free emergent. Mm. Okay. So Scott's pre emergent. I don't know what the chemical is in it because we obviously don't sell that. Uh, okay. But there shouldn't there shouldn't be a fertilizer with a pre-emergent that's not safe on St. Augustine because a pre-emergent only kills weed seeds. It doesn't affect I anything see. already growing. Whereas okay. post-emergence, that's different. That, that that you could get the wrong you could get a fertilizer that had say atrazine in it, and that would screw up Bermuda. Um, okay. So. I'm not familiar enough with that process. We don't sell it, but I, oh, okay. I can't tell you it's not the right ratios for here. So uh-huh. uh, the Bearcat Extension Service would, would not want you using that product. Interesting. Um, okay. We will try, um, you know, using some Medina soil activator and stuff on it. So. That, that will help us will... it. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you for your help. Sorry, Ellie. All righty. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Calvin, you had a question off the air, and then we'll get to James. What was your question on? She was trying to identify something? I'm uh, caught up in these other questions. That was okay. oh. Do you remember what? Uh... No, she had the bag. She had a little bag of samples. Oh, oh she had, yeah, she, she had, uh, that, that was a much simpler issue. We had. Oh, good, okay. Uh, yeah, it looked, like, it looked like we had a little... Uh, Southern blight or uh, a leaf uh, problem on a t- uh, tomato, and so we talked about uh, uh, fungicide to stop the, the the spread and relatively simple. Oh, good. Yeah, and she, you know, she had six big tomato plants, and two of them were showing the, that that symptom, and she had uh, um, she was she went into into the nursery to look for a rod. Daconil or chlorothalonil. Right. So okay. that, that's an, uh, the product name is funginil or funginil. A new name. Well, not oh. the new, but that's that's the brand of daconil that we have. Yeah. Okay, and that takes care of the tomato blight. It well, it, it. It, yeah, it, it's seen. It's always been real effective. Uh, I think we've had good luck with it. It, it stops the spread of the. Of the southern blight and it's, it's, oh, okay. it's not a systemic fungicide. That's why it's really good on vegetables. But it's probably oh. the most versatile of all the fungicides. So if there's ever a fungal issue, the odds are it's going to help with it. Whereas not all of them uh, would in certain circumstances. Yeah, and so it, uh, you know, relatively easy to say it's going to. You expect it to stop the spread of the disease, and the tomato plant can continue uh, to produce some fruit. Okay. 210-308-8867. James is on the line. Hey, James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, other than uh, summer won't go away. <laughs> oh. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I'm doing okay. I got my well going again yesterday, so I'm irrigating, so things are looking up. <laughs> Good. I got, a, I got a question on this. Uh, I Googled it while I was on hold after I mentioned it. A rare Mexico mountain sugar maple. Uh, the, the scutch maple. My question is, and this is a website that's related to the Stephen F. Austin Gardens, and they've got a pretty picture of the, of the red leaves in the fall. Um, I got a sandy place in, in Natalia, and, it's, and it says this tree is drought tolerant, as y'all had mentioned. Do y'all think it would 
do y'all know or would it do well in, in sandy location or would it require rocky soil for our well we uh tra- traces uh kind of yeah, the led the led the uh thought and research about the that mexican sugar maple he did mention that it would to- tolerate uh alkaline soil uh right well yeah we we'll have to pursue, we'll have to pursue that a little further yeah now. we'll keep looking into that i wonder if the leaves burn on it in the summer <clears throat> hey we can also ask somebody who uh who's uh, gotten one to give us a call at 210-308-8867 yeah okay yeah. If, y'all can, if y'all can if y'all can learn out if it will do well in sandy locations with uh irrigation i'd like to i'd like to experiment with one yeah well that's what it would be too james as you well know the in uh, every situation is a little mm-hmm. different and if you got something as exotic as a sugar maple uh it uh, may work in one individual case and not work in the others, but yes. yeah, it would be a great test if you were, you were testing. Uh, where, where did you say you were planting? Yeah, in near Natalia, I've got I've got room to, to add another tree, but it's it's oh, pure okay. sand, pure sand, no rock, and it. it so, yeah, if I call, would it, it, yeah, if I call, would it hold one for me? Yeah, I've got well water. If they uh. If I call, will they hold one till I pick it up this week? Do y'all know? I imagine they will. Yeah, oh. call two. Uh, they're they're busy. They're like super busy. So don't 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 lose patience. But two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Just call and ask. I'm, I bet they will. Three three seven six zero. All right. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, James. Uh-huh. Hi, James. Uh-huh. Let it keep us informed. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210. Calvin's answering a question off the air, and so I'm gonna turn him down a second. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. I was talking to the gang over there at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, and they said, "Okay, October, November, get ready for the rats." The rats are coming, and your house is awfully inviting. And, about, and basically all they need is about a hole the size of a quarter to get into that house. So uh, what you want to do is get a pest control company like Spider-Man Pest Control that's not going to just put out traps and kill them, but it's going to look for where they're coming in and stop them that way, too. And that's, that's the, you know, we've talked about this a lot of times. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control takes a holistic approach, is what I'm calling it. So they're going to solve the entire problem not just the rat, but make it so that that rat can't get back. Well, the rat's going to be dead, but make it so his buddies can't get back into your house. They do trap the rats, though. I think they kill the rats. No, they trap the rats and have a heart trap. Oh, okay. And then they uh, relocate them outside. Then they uh, uh, stop up the holes and things. 
I don't know if they do that with the rats. Yeah. Okay, you know if this. They're in the house. You know this from experience. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, look at Calvin. Uh, I thought, Calvin is a I rat thought man. They, I thought they killed the rats. Well, they might do it when they get them outside, but they, you don't want to kill the rats. No, you don't want to kill the them house. in the house. No, that's right. So. So when they get point. them outside. Yeah, or they can put little uh, poisons and stuff. Anyway. Talk to the experts. Talk to Warren and Spider-Man and Termite and Pest Control and tell, ask them how they do it. 210-308-8867. I'm sorry, that's our number. It's 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Or you can find them online at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. All right. Okay. Calvin's answered another question <laughs> off the air. We're getting a location of a plant question. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> what you got going on over there? Oh, uh, hey, and guess what's turning uh, reddish? What? My Rio Grande pepper. Just on the little bottoms. Okay. The little bottoms are turning uh, orangish red. Are these the ones that were on there when you bought it? Uh, yes. Okay. They've gotten bigger, and now they're turning red. Good. So... Uh, so I'm very excited. So I should probably the plant is still alive and growing, right? I mean, I think that's that was your that's what your bar was. Mm-hmm. But I now should I? So these are all doing. So if I pick them off, should I pick one for me and one for conservation for later generations to save no. the seeds? Okay. You're not going to. I got lots of seeds. You're not going to come back next year and go up. Oh, we don't have any no. real grand to go. No. Okay. I got quite a bit of seed. All right. Again, Calvin answering another question off the air. She was new to gardening, she said, or something, wasn't she? Yeah, well, she. this was a, these are the kind of questions we like. She has a, <laughs> a north wall that gets a little bit of sun, partial sun, um, and looking for something to kind of cover, cover it up. And the first thing that came to mind, I, I just reminded, I, I think Jerry's, Blue Pumbago are in the same stage as mine, mm-hmm. really looking good right now. And uh, and it's a, a plant that is is tolerant. Uh, they use it in xeriscapes. It kind of stays evergreen during the winter. That's right. Unless we have a hard root. Yeah, yeah. And it'll take as much space as you give it. Yeah. And uh, relatively easy to take care of uh, yeah, and it, attractive. It, it, it uh, really responds to uh, pruning. I mean, Shearing, uh, I've got, uh, as I go home from the radio station to uh, to my house, I pass by several, <laughs> I pass by several uh, places that Blue Plumbago have been used. And uh, my favorite place has <laughs> uh, got one or two white ones in there. Oh yeah, I like and that. And he he cuts them back about the middle of the summer with a hedge plant. Did they did they match the number of blooms that the blue blue ones have? They don't. No do. no no no. They're just interspersed in there. Oh, I don't know if he did that or not on purpose or not. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, the white the white one that's on the market now doesn't seem to uh, bloom real well as well as the blue. Uh huh. But uh, we've got one, our research group has got one that uh, I've got pictures of. I'll send it, send it to some pictures that just 
spectacular. It's actually a good uh, butterfly plant, too. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for, you know, and it, it's hard to find uh, good butterfly plants for the shade, but that, that's that's one of those that does yeah. a pretty good job. And once it gets established, like I said, mine are growing in the downhill, hellacious bed that never gets water uh-huh. in full sun. And... Uh, if it dies, it dies down there. And mine are in kind of deep, mostly in deep shade, but it's got some, one end has got sun. And it took two uh, two years for it, just the foliage. The foliage is attractive in itself, but this year, the blooms, and they're up, it's about uh, five, between five and six feet tall, leaning against the house, but... Uh, just like it's just loaded with blooms this yeah. year for the first time. Interesting. Uh, those those bloom are the bloom display last quite a while on those. I was I look out the back back uh, sliding glass door at my plumbago down the hill, and uh, that thing's been in full bloom. Maybe, maybe it's thin, thinned out some bloom, but it's been in full bloom for. Two to three weeks, and you're you're right. That's in past years we've had plumbago that's bloomed most of the winter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Depends uh, depends on the weather. It's uh, not absolutely predictable that that's what it's going to do. But quite often you have a long season. Yeah. All right. And two. I, oh. And I cut them down. We cut them down every every spring in February or March. Yeah. Cut them to the ground. They're not a dis. They're not a disciplined grower. But no, they're but not they, tight uh, or anything. But they're you know kind of, if you like that old fashioned and they're nice and thick. Mm-hmm. So two one zero three zero eight eighty. Did you have something to say, Milton? Yes, I yeah, did. Well, why don't you give them a number, Milton? Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I know. never gives them a number. Well, Regina got it, and she's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Regina, how you doing today? I'm I'm great. It's- great fall weather. I'm just trying to uh, double check that I'm on the right path with setting up a garden bed. Uh, it's a raised bed with some cinder blocks. Um, so I um, just needed to know if I should go north, south, or east, or west on the length of it. I didn't say that again. I didn't catch the details. Did it, you get it, Milton? No. You one, one, one more time, Regina. Yeah, cinder block garden. Uh, New garden what's, bed. Should, what's your question? Should I go? Should I go north, south, or east, or west on the length of it? Oh, let's see. I usually don't have that. What side of the house is it choice. on? Or is it in full sun? It <clears throat> it is on the east side of my house, um, and it's. I've been watching it uh, since we kind of planned this. We have to protect it from the deer, so it's all fenced in. Um, so it's uh, it's sitting on the east side. It um, it's gonna get at least eight hours of sun. Um, and I what? just needed to know if I should go north, south on the length, or east or west. So, I, I don't quite understand the logistics, but it sounds like <laughs> usually the east-west is a, a mm-hmm. desirable route. Now, uh, and then, then so, so when it stops 
being in the full sun, it's it's during it's that western evening sun, right? Or afternoon sun? Well, um <laughs> <laughs> I think it gets morning sun and not afternoon yeah. sun. That yeah, if that's the case, you, you want you want the morning sun versus the afternoon sun. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's good. But but um, it it's sitting on. But the I think they, either house. if they get enough sun and it's mostly uh-huh. morning sun, either direction will work fine. Either direction will. It doesn't matter. I can go lengthwise. Um, north, south, or east, or west. I kind of because um, it's going to be a three, maybe a three by six or a three by five. Yeah, that, you should. That should be fine. I'm, I'm putting in a new, uh, new vegetable garden, and I'm, I'm doing mine north. Let's see, east, east and west. It runs, but it's out in the open, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter what. The, mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, okay. it could be either direction. That's, okay, that'll help. Thank you very much. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. You take care, Regina. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You know, you know as I walk in here uh, from the parking lot every time, been doing it for several months, I always see what's the bloomingest thing in the nursery. Uh, and overall, there's one plant started blooming early and is full bloom right now in containers out there. It's not on sale, but it's Gold Star Esperanza. Oh, wow. I mean, they are killers out there, full of blooms in a medium-sized pot. And I'm, I'm sure you're seeing them around town now because the ones that have been shy bloomers, I'll, I'll put that shy, a lot of people use shy bloomers. It means they're not blooming in the spring and summer are beginning to bloom a little bit now. And they can bloom spectacularly in the fall. But only Gold Star will bloom beginning in early spring all the way through Late fall, and you you know I was just thinking about mine, and how how uh, how much it blooms, and the fact that it is has got the trees that are kind of blocking the eastern sun, oh. and so so what my Esperanza gets is that hot sun, after, hot, after hot afternoon, afternoon. It gets that blast, and yeah, doesn't phase it a bit, no. of course. And right next to it is uh, your Theralis, one of your other favorites. Yeah. yeah, both of them are just doing well. You know, you know, no no irrigation. They just uh, like they <laughs> prosper in that kind of a situation. Yeah, and uh, we were the Theralis won won the what's the bloomingest plant in the nursery several several week weekends or week yeah several weekends. And uh, but I th- I don't know if we sold out or, uh, but they bloomed right up to the very last. But that Esperanza has been constantly blooming. Well, we we're lucky. We've got a whole raft of those in that same league. Not I I agree with you. The Esperanza is probably the 
the top notch, but yeah. Durant, uh, Point Siena, yeah, uh, uh, lots of, of course, even, even some of those Lantanas and uh, yeah, Salvias and there. that that stupid purple one, Duranta, uh, yeah, <laughs> is beginning to kick in now. Oh yeah, that that one is it's, uh, it's the one that we call I call Christmas Lantana. Yeah, because oh. it blooms blooms mostly here. Oh, you're you're talking about our uh, yeah Monte lavender, yeah, yeah. The lavender. Yeah, that's that's another <laughs> that's another one that uh, always kinds of kind of surprises people because no, it's, especially it's got some winter. shade tolerance and yeah. uh, and it likes a mild uh, winter and uh, mild spring weather and does a good job blooming during those periods. And we want to recommend that to everybody that, and remind everybody that fall is for planting. So if you want, if you want to take advantage of the shade tree special, thirty percent off. Uh, uh, foundation and landscape shrubs with our favorites, uh, dwarf yopon holly and dwarf uh, Burford holly on sale. Was nineteen ninety nine, Milton. That's awfully close That's to twenty. Almost mighty, mighty close to twenty. Uh, it's on sale for eleven eighty-eight. I'm gonna have to ask Trace where did where did they get that eleven eighty-eight? I don't know. Where where does that eighty-eight come from? I think <laughs> I think I think it's an indication to people that it's on sale. I don't, oh, okay. don't want to have any spoiler alerts here, but I think that indicates to I th- them. I thought they took a percentage of the. Well, yeah, that might be whole, that too. Whole price. Oh, I'm sure there's a psychological analysis <laughs> of this. Hey, uh, t- um, yes, sir. You didn't uh, get a chance to check on that CPS. Yeah, we were talking about it. It looks like if I let's see, I can try to bring it up again. But, yeah, the, it says here I'm on the CPS website, and here are the green shade rebate guidelines. Um, well, it had the other one had the uh, times on it, but it says uh, it's for 2020 and 2021. Wow. That would be really, you get the 30% here off, yeah. off here at Millburgers, plus you get the $50 per uh, shade tree uh Planting, if you take it, if you're a CPS customer and you could comply with their rules, which are not very hard to comply with, they've got all the uh, recommended and uh, favored shade trees that we talk about, um, yeah. and you just, uh, just and comply I, with that, and <laughs> it's easy to do. I didn't even mention the ground covers on there for forty percent off. Yeah, that's a lot. And they've got uh, our favorite Asian jasmine and monkey grass and dwarf monkey grass and lorape and more. Uh, but they're they're forty uh, perennials are forty percent off too. That uh, lantana we were talking about a while ago and, you, uh, and plumbago. I said it, including plumbago. Do huh. you remember Jerry when we were doing that research on? Uh, um, using a, a, a roundup to kill turf and then plant ground covers. Right. And uh, I was, and the how hard it was to get the 
we used to, we had to, we used those little seedlings. Yeah. And it took us like two years to get the the replanting. Now, when you use those uh, four-inch pots, four-inch pots that we're talking about that are on sale here, that that's talking about what that's one growing season. Yeah. And, and basically, you don't have to plant. Uh, don't have every, to plant them so close. Yeah, every six inches you can plant them eighteen inches apart if you have to. So yeah, so much easier, and uh, you got a quick fill. And of course, once that ground cover is in place, uh, much easier to take care of than than a lawn. So it looks like to me, if you are into sale items, mm-hmm. this is the best time to landscape your. No, house. this is a great time. Um, between <laughs> the shade got, trees, the citrus, yeah. the foundation plants, the ground covers, perennials. Yeah, the perennials. This is a great time. I mean, there are lots of savings here. Uh, and, it, and the cool thing is it's savings on things that you want to do things with right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. And what, you can plant them right now. Everybody always talks about how hard it is to get uh, Asian jasmine to uh, take and grow and keep and try to keep the weeds out of it during the summer. And uh, but if you plant it now, you won't have that much of a problem with with uh, invading weeds. And so. Uh, and you know what I always say. What do you always say? Don't fall while planting. Is that the expression? Right. Okay, right. good. I thought that's what it was. Don't fall while planting. Yeah, <laughs> Or and it could I, be fall is for planting. And I've never, as I was walking in, I saw some people walking out with crotons. They're on sale. Right behind Num- you. Yeah. Number, number three, regularly twenty four ninety nine. Almost $25. On sale. Good Lord. I know. Nine eighty eight. Yeah. What kind of uh, that's uh, and they're pretty. In fact, to tell you what, we'll take a break. Dollars off. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about them after the break because I'd like to learn kind of sunshade, all that good stuff because that's a good deal. And you know how I like bargains. Yeah. You've heard me. Falling prices are for planting. <laughs> all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. 8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM The Answer and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer a little musical tribute to Eddie Van Halen today Al's put this together back at the station who passed away this week at the age of 65. Our phone number here, 210-308-8867. Hey, uh, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people are spending more time outdoors and doing things in nature as I look around on Facebook and stuff. But you know what? You can, uh, spending time outdoors can, this doesn't make any sense at all, I realize this. But spending outdoors can be as much as easy as sitting in your own living room looking at your uh, your sliding glass door. When you go to Wild Birds Unlimited, they'll show you how to bring nature to you. And uh, I know that uh, I've known folks that have done it who have kids, and it's amazing. The kids absolutely love seeing birds and wildlife. Well, come Jerry to and I put our kids in the closet. Well, is that not, that's <laughs> no, not how they do that nowadays? That's right? not the spirit. No, oh, it's, it's, wow. it's changed. Things have changed since oh. then. And but that, what does he know? He doesn't have any kids yet. No, I do not have any kids. So, <laughs> Okay, so the point being that you can bring nature to your yard like birds, sparrows. Oh, everyone loves yeah, sparrows. And yeah. now 
are uh, the the hummingbirds are a joy to watch. They can show you how to do that. They can show you how to feed the uh, the right feeds for the right time of year, the right feeds for the birds that you want to attract. There you go. I was just thinking of all those cardinals. Those yeah, are they, cardinals. Are, are they running around? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and everybody loves. I've them. seen a lot of blue jays. Yeah, and that's another yeah. easy, easy one to feed. And squirrels. We have squirrels. Yeah, we are blessed with squirrels. And remember, I know. So if you want to come collect some, Jerry, come to our house. <laughs> come. Be sure to start feeding your squirrels now. Yes, I know. To fatten them for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay, well, that's if you want to eat your squirrels. If well, you want yeah. to, if that's you want to just enjoy them playing around in their antics in the yard. That's I, no fun. I, I think, that in fact, yeah. our our article in the Express News next Saturday is about feeding the birds. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll talk about how you can how you can feed the birds a lot of options yeah. and deny the squirrels. I mean, uh-huh. what? Not hurt, not hurt, the, them up? not them hurt up? the squirrels, but you don't have yeah, to get not... a second mortgage to feed them. Yeah. So, use a, use a uh, sunflower seed to fatten them up. Yeah. Well, that, the Wild Birds Unlimited has feeders. We talked about that with Kyle that discourage the squirrels. Actually, they kind of keep them out. And they've got safflower seed that yeah, the squirrels, squirrels don't, don't like. And pepper flavored yeah. seeds. That the, just lots of choices there. So that's the, that's the key. So if you've listened to this, you, uh, you, you may get the idea uh, when we say, you may understand when we say they're a problem solver. That's what we mean. So if you don't want squirrels, they'll help you solve that problem. If you don't have enough squirrels, they'll help you solve that problem. Yeah. If, you want, if you want sparrows, they'll help you solve that problem. <laughs> and yeah. it's uh, all their solutions are, are fun and environmentally yeah. appropriate. All right, so they're right there at Northwest Military and Hebner Road. That's where we recommend you go talk to Kyle. Bill's probably hanging around over there. And... Uh, it's just a fun Still, place. Still, is he around there? I think they. I think they just lock him in the closet oh, at night. Yeah. And he just stays there. I think. Oh, He's also the security guard, is what I've heard. Oh, okay. I can't verify that. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, would you mess with Bill? No. Heaven forbid. All right then. Okay, go tell Bill hi, hi for us, uh, and uh, so we don't get in trouble. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number, but it's Wild Birds Unlimited, and their number. Uh, is over there at Hebner Road in Northwest Military. It's 479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD. Yeah, we, we have someone listening to the show. It's probably going to squeal on us. It's a, a friend of Bill's. So, you know, <laughs> we, we love you, Bill. It's just no, no hard feelings, man. All right. You're, you're fond of Bill. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. No, Bill, Bill's, Bill's a great guy. All right. Yeah, and he's real knowledgeable on Oh, my birds. goodness, yeah. And Kyle is, too. Kyle. Oh, yeah. Kyle is really uh, knows his stuff. That was a, a pleasure interviewing him well, last and week. Well, that's, and that's another one of the reasons to do business with uh, Well Birds Unlimited is because they've got experts there. Oh, and, yeah. And they've uh, got experts in various fields, so... Take advantage of it. Check it out. So we were talking about the Crotons yeah. that were on sale. Tell me a little bit more about them. Wait well, a minute the, now. There's, what? There's someplace those guys are hidden, Jer. Torales. Oh, yeah. And they're still in full bloom. Yeah. Relatively uh. <laughs> small, too. Wow. Yeah. Croton is a, is a tropical plant. Okay. So it's going to freeze 40 degrees. I mean, you you don't want a croton out in cold weather at all. Uh, but they like they like sun. They take take sun. So if you move them in and out, and put them out when it when it's sunny on the patio, 
the Luel. They're pretty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Different colors. Could they be an indoor plant if they get some? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's, I, uh, I kind of remember them in the Caribbean some places where they've got them as hedges. hedges. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. Yeah, that really must yeah. be. Six, yeah, I saw, them in, I saw them in Panama. And uh, uh, Joe, Bradbury, Joe Bradbury, who I was traveling with, who, who uh, founded Millbird, or one of the founders, uh, the, he told me that you can tell how tall the yard person is, the yard man. Oh, that's funny. By the height of the Croton cuts. In other words... <laughs> Shorter they are, the shorter the shrubs are. That makes sense. I did not think of that. We'll come back to the Crotons in a second. We've got Mike on the line uh, who's got a couple questions for us. Hey, Mike, welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, guys, enjoy the show. Thanks for taking Thank my you, man. call. You bet. Um, it's been a refuge for my evergreens. My Leyland cypress and Italian cypress have had the spider mites. It's been crazy. And um, I have them under control now, but when can I start cutting? I want to trim the trees back from the bottom up at least a foot to get them off the ground so I can spray easier next year. How did you control them? Uh, I used uh, all seasons, and I used uh, neum, and uh, it seemed to work. Uh, And I bought some stuff from you guys. I forgot what it was. Adam, I think, sold it to me. It was great. Yeah, how big? How big? How tall are the trees now? The trees, the the Italian cypress now maybe uh, fifteen feet, and the Leyland cypress, your cypress that you guys planted, are probably twenty feet. Huh? Yeah, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because yeah, because yeah. it's not the, they're not the easiest to control. Um, well, I think you probably got an, enough foliage there. Uh, and is that how, how tall? How much were you thinking of cutting off? Uh, just the bottom. I want to trim from the ground up. I want to do maybe a foot to give it some space where I could at least get in there and spray easier. Uh, well, I think Jerry. Uh, now would would or, or a little bit about a month from now? Do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. They're semi-dormant then. Yeah. So a little later in the winter, and uh, if you limit the, the, the amount to cut off, we're, we're, we're hedging here because uh, you, you're doing a good, a good job with those plants that are tough to manage. Yeah. So don't, yeah, we don't want you to change too much, to drast- anything drastically. So how much you are you watering? Uh, well, that's how the next question is, how much should I water them? <laughs> Whatever it is you're doing sounds uh, like it's good. Yeah. They have, some of those have a tendency they want to die. Yeah, they do. Especially I've already lost get two. That age. How, how much are you watering? Um, probably once a week for about 15, 20 minutes uh, in-ground uh, watering system. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, keep, keep doing uh, that. That's, um, and then kind of keep your eye on them. But, so uh, I've lost two of them. I, I've lost two of them. You, you gentlemen came out and replanted them. So, you know, I, I just need to get under the ground. So maybe I'll 
I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, well, try you know, the, your one your one foot strategy sounds good. Yeah, you can try. Okay. Yeah, you can try. Okay, you're kind of you're kind of a successful pioneer in this. <laughs> and, Thanks, uh, guys. <laughs> yeah, do it. When you do, do it, just keep us informed and in what kind of you know what results you get. Sounds good. Absolutely. Right. You guys are you guys are the best. Thanks. Thanks, right. Mike. Thank you, Mike. You take care. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to talk to Evelyn. Evelyn, if we uh, don't have enough time to answer your question, we'll, we'll, we'll get you caught up after the news, but let's go ahead and start. What's going on, Evelyn? Uh, I want to know if you can ha- take cuttings off a trialis bush. A what? Trialis? Trialis. Can you take cuttings yeah, off of that? That's... That's the way it's propagated from cuttings. It doesn't have seeds, does it? Um, real tiny ones. If it does, I'm yeah, looking at it. Yeah, it has real tiny seeds. But I think I think you would be uh, be okay to to root root the cuttings. Uh, you uh-huh. use uh, this year's wood that's hardened okay. hardened up a little bit, and uh, root it just like you would a, a rose. Okay. Uh, we've got the uh, how to set. Well, we've got three or four articles on how to root roses on plantanswers.com under propagation. Well, let's see then the master uh, articles, the one by Milton. Oh right? yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's in capital, all caps. <laughs> okay, that sounds a good idea. Wondering. You can also you can also root. Uh, Horse herb a little bit later on. Thank you, Dr. Parsons. <laughs> I, I, have, I, have I, I, I apologize that, that you have to hear about horse herb every time you call. I know. I know it puts you in a, <laughs> just makes you just angry. So, but I wish I wish he'd stop, but he won't. <laughs> That's all Sounds fun. good. It's Let us know how you You go ahead, uh, Evelyn. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Did you uh, <laughs> did you uh, did your thri- trialis grow well for you and bloom yes, well did. for you? Yes, it did. It's been blooming all summer, and it's almost as tall as I am, and and I'm almost. Oh my right. goodness! And I'm all, almost five foot, so. <laughs> almost five feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you can you can trim that back pretty severely. She's four ninety nine, Jerry. <laughs> almost five feet. Yeah. Uh, you can prune that. Trim that back if you want to shorten it a little in uh, uh, January or February. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, the ones <laughs> I've seen growing out at uh, around Color Spot, the nursery, uh, those things get five or six feet tall too, mm-hmm. and they they cut them back to stumps huh. every, every spring. Well, I got mine in a big pot, so I'll have to drag it into the greenhouse, I guess, so it does, the roots don't freeze on me. Oh, no. Case we have. no, no, no. It won't no? freeze. It won't freeze. Not even the big Uh-oh. pot? Yeah. Evelyn, okay. we got to take a break. Are you okay? Okay. I thank you okay. very much. Bye, Evelyn. Yeah, we'll Bye. talk to you soon. Bye. Call us tomorrow if you got any more questions or call us later.
210-308-8867. That Evelyn sure puts up with a lot from I you. Bet, I bet it will let Thrillis in a box. She is almost five foot tall. I know. She's 499. We've got to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Yeah, Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer. Broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Uh, it's a beautiful day. It's uh, about 86, 87 degrees. Uh, it's gotten a little hazier as I look in the sky. I don't know what causes that. That's humidity that causes haze. But anyway, it's a little hazier, but there's not a cloud in the sky as far as I can. No, no big fluffy ones anyway. Yeah. But it feels nice out here. There's lots of folks doing shopping. Uh, and so we encourage you to come on out and ask your gardening question in person. Uh, or you can call us at 210-308-8867. You don't have to bring a sweater, right? You do not have to bring a sweater. There are many people in shorts and short sleeve <laughs> shirts. So did you want to finish up about the Crotons? I'm sorry. We, we, yeah, we had a couple calls. Okay, good. Do you see Trace anywhere? Is he close? No. Uh-oh. What are you going to say? He's at the other end of the... <laughs> he sometimes listens to the show on the speaker, so... No, he can't hear it. Okay. I just looked at some of the Crotons came by in containers. Right. And they're... Uh, let me see what... They're nine-something. <laughs> almost $10. There you go. Nine eighty-eight. Right. On sale. That's, that's, a, that's a hell of a... Re- we can't a- hear you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> they're regularly twenty four ninety nine. Right. And they're on sale for nine eighty eight. Okay. But I looked at a, at the park pots coming by here. Okay. I haven't examined I, them closely. Yeah. Well, it looks like to me there's three plants in every pot. Wow. So you're really getting a good deal. Yeah. So you can divide them. Put them okay. in. Put them in other pots. And you could have. Milton talked about the indoor. Yeah, yeah. If you got enough space, you could protect them, you know, indoor, or just kind of put them in other pots. Yeah. And then next spring, you have three times as many. There you go. Oh, Trace is coming. He looks angry. Okay, run. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I saw I saw one of the staff running. Yeah, there, running and, toward us. Going, and, Uh-oh. and then a, a shirt with the same color as his. Got <laughs> Uh, oh, there's somebody buying one right there. There you go. And oh, he's waving at us. I wonder if he heard us talking about him. He'll give us a thumbs yeah. up. Give us a thumbs up if you heard us he, talking about he that. He grew car. a big one. Yeah. Got a big one. That's no, a good deal. We know, we know him. That's why. Uh-oh. Did, did you have a question, ma'am? Uh, this, this guy, if you come around, you can talk to him up there. That'd be easier. Uh, yes. Uh, the, which one? Which one wants to be? Which one of you wants to admit to be Calvin Finch? <laughs> I don't think it? she's a bill collector or an attorney. So, I think been okay. ser- if she says you've been served, that's not good. <laughs> that's, yeah, no, it's not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the citrus is also on sale. Yeah, Texas grown citrus is on sale. And speaking of citrus, my. Uh, <laughs> My my oh Jesus <laughs> my my citrus uh, there by the house is really swelling now. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's gone from a golf ball to a <laughs> oh gone from a golf ball size to uh, probably now it's a baseball baseball size. Oh, that's that's nice. Uh, but with which, that which in, variety? Or do you like the Cito? Don't you? Yeah, I've got a Cito, and I got a uh, Okitsu. 
Okay. No, Okits is my newest one. Sito I've had for a long time. But uh, with that said, uh, we hadn't had any. We haven't had rain in a while. And I think at last weekend I talked about uh, water watering the citrus this yeah. week. If you didn't do that and your fruit is swelling, in other words, getting larger, you need to water. Okay. Because it's supposed to be hot, hot, uh, sort of hot today, but tomorrow it's supposed to set records. Oh, for heat? Yeah, 99 to 100. Oh, my God, really? Which will break the records. Holy cow, let me see. Hold on. You don't believe me, Milton? Yeah, you you're believe right. The weather, guys. The high tomorrow. The high today is ninety-six. The high tomorrow is ninety-eight. <laughs> James was right. Yeah. Summer is lingering. Wow. So uh, we don't we don't want them to dry out when they're sizing fruit. Now that'll be the that's that's older trees. Older trees. And um, I have a. I saw another friend on Facebook that was. I was I was scared. I think I know what the answer is. Looks like they've got they've had citrus for a long time. They live up, I believe, in Austin. They've okay. had citrus for a long time. Good. But this year, their citrus is all sour. What? Yeah, they said it tastes sour, but like it's not sweet as it used to be. They have satsumas. Okay. And they're sour, and the, the varmints are getting to them. Now, the varmints, I don't know why they didn't get to them before, <laughs> but I was wondering, when, well, you have, uh, when you have freeze damage, how quickly will the, uh, the rootstock? Pretty fast. It'll yeah. get fruit pretty fast? If, he's, if, he's, uh, if, if, it fro- if it froze at some time, or it doesn't even have to freeze. People see that uh, shoot, yeah, that shoot come up, and most of the time they have thorns. That's a dead giveaway. Oh, a, sats- a satsuma should not have thorns. Yeah, uh, Arctic frost has a few, but uh, uh, the regular satsumas should not have have thorns. And so what happens is from the bottom, that thing will the rootstock will send up a shoot. Yeah. That will be prettier, grow faster. I mean, the leaves will be prettier and shiny, oh, the- grow faster uh, than, the, than the original graft. And a lot of people select yeah. that shoot as part and, and de- neglect the part that's not doesn't have thorns on it. Right. So uh, if well, you got, if you got one that got thorns on it, <laughs> you need you to know. cut all the way back to the bottom of that thing. Yeah, we we've had that happen numerous times on uh, our citrus uh, trials out in Uvalde, and uh, that uh, that side that shoot will come up and have thorns, and it'll grow almost as tall as a mature tree. Oh which my god! Twenty feet tall. And then Dr. Larry Stein has to go in there with a chainsaw and cut those off at the bottom, which is not an easy task because they're covered around with uh, foliage and everything. But uh, don't. And another thing, if uh, did you just hear from him lately? Lately about the citrus being sour? Yeah, it's too early for him to harvest it. Oh, he said they were turning orange though. 
Yeah. It was a she. She yeah. said they're turning orange, but they're sour. Okay. And, and the, the varmints are getting them. And they get the varmints oh. wouldn't be fooling with them if they were sour orange rootstock. Oh, well, that's or any other kind of rootstock. Okay. Uh, mine are just got tinges of orange in them. And the uh, the lady here last weekend brought us some of fruit off of her trees that were pretty orange, fairly orange. But just don't give up on them. Yeah. Quit harvesting them until they could turn solid orange. Okay. But now you can eat them when they've got any tinge of orange yeah. in them, but they're not as sweet. Okay, that's because good to know. they haven't been through the cold weather, cool weather. Cool oh, nights. well, that's good to know. Yeah, because she was surprised. She said normally between Thanksgiving and Christmas is when she yeah sees them really get you know sweet. More, yeah, yeah, that's when. Uh, <laughs> that's a long way. That's a quite a ways from now, Milton. Yeah, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, that's what thirty days or more. All right. Away. Yeah, it is. It's a mother month. All right. So she's getting anxious. I'm not sure about this question from Mark at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Mark, what you trying to do? So um, I had heard y'all show a couple of months ago, and a guy had called, and he was looking for um, some purple chili piquin. And it's crazy because I wanted to call y'all, but I didn't have time. And my question was, I've got 20... Uh, plants that make a purple, red, and yellow chilipiquina all in one plant. And my question was, do y'all guys know how somebody would go about selling those plants to the public? Would you have to have some kind of license, or I don't know. I'm not sure how that goes. They're 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 an ornamental pepper. Did you buy uh, no, them as we, an mean, ornamental pepper? No, sir. Well, well, we eat them. I mean, I mean, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ornamental peppers are edible. Oh, okay. Uh, but so uh, uh, is the bush smaller? Um, or is chili potato get four to five feet tall? Yes, sir. We have uh, the main plant that we bought about four years ago is about four feet tall, but the other ones that we have are about th- uh, two or three feet tall. Okay. That's an ornamental pepper, especially since you said it's got purple and yeah. red and whatever on it. Right. Uh, uh, we had some for sale here at, at Millburgers, but if you want to, uh, you could sell, you could uh, extract the seed from the ones that you want to, and uh, and sell that, I guess. Oh, but that would be, that'd be the itself. best way to handle it. You oh, just okay. you just cut them open, uh, and uh, when they turn a color, one of the colors, and uh, cut them open and just uh, probably with a pepper you could just sh- uh, uh, do with a spoon. Oh, okay. are those Are those peppers hot? They're real hot. They're, they're the size of a chili piquin. You know, just a small little round uh, little pepper. And yeah, I was, I, was more, I was thinking more along the lines of, of repotting them and, and you know, I see a lot of people selling things on the side of the road, but I didn't want to get in trouble with any kind of uh, regulation or license. No, you know, uh, no. As uh, long as you're doing it, uh, you know, kind of on a on a small scale there, and uh, especially if you're doing it from seed. 
Okay. But uh, okay. if you got somebody that's willing to buy them, but, but when you dig your plant, uh, they come back year after year, don't they? Oh, yes, sir. That's that's how I wound up getting all these plants because we bought one, the original <laughs> one. And I guess, you know, they just, the birds were just eating the seeds. Yeah. And just, they're, yeah. Now they're everywhere. So I was okay. trying to, you know, uh, try to sell these things instead of just, you know, I've been giving them some of them away, but I want to really try to sell a few of them uh, to a few people. So I just want to make sure I didn't get in any kind of trouble with that. No, you won't get in trouble. You, you could sell them at a flea market or something like that, I imagine. Oh, okay. Okay. And well, if you, if you could get those birds, if you could get those birds to sit still long enough <laughs> after they eat the peppers <laughs> and yeah. uh, catch those seed as they come out of the bird, uh, yeah. then they germinate real good. Thank That's you, Mark. That's what's going on. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you all. <laughs> you take care. All right, 210-308-8867. We've got a celebrity tomato report. Uh-oh. Richard's on the line at 210-308-8867. Richard, welcome to the show. How you doing? Well, okay, I talked with you last week and reported on some celebrity problems, and I'm following up on that report. Okay. Uh, I've all right, got, good. I've got, I've got five celebrities that are uh, turning uh, dead from the bottom up and I think you suggested uh, Dacanil, I sprayed it with Dacanil, I cleaned off most of the dead areas, but of course there are more coming back, so I I'm, uh, I think I'm going to lose them all but uh, you asked me a question that I, I uh, probably gave you the wrong answer on, you said, is the stem turning black? And I think the stem is turning black Oh, right at the ground level? Well, pretty high up the- in it it's pretty high up, rather yeah, than at the ground it, level. It's it's uh, back at the ground level and and up into the dead area as it it seems oh, like it, okay. it's dying from the bottom up. That sounds that sounds like uh, southern blight, which is a a soil fungus. It gets them, but I didn't know that celebrity was uh, that sensitive to it. You said it it it. it uh, it's damaged only celebrity and not damaged yeah. the others that you have, right? I've got two others. I've got a 968, looks perfect, and I've got a Rodeo 2020 that looks perfect. Okay. Okay. Yeah, very close to them. Very close to them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> celebrity is, is an old variety, and uh, the newer varieties probably have resistance to uh, that particular disease if it is southern blight or something like that, a southern, uh, a fungus disease in the soil. In the soil. Is there anything, you know, these, these uh, uh, I had celebrities in the spring, and they were great, probably the best crop I've had in a long time. And I've used celebrities for six or eight years. Oh, but yeah, a lot of people have. Last fall, not too good, and this, this fall I, is just a disaster. So is oh. there anything I ought to do to the soil? You, you mentioned the soil. Yeah, uh, it's in, it's endemic. In other words, it's it occurs naturally in the soil. When we plant uh, tomatoes in our variety trials out at uh, a farmer's place, we, we usually you have 5% of the plants wilt and die completely wilt and die 
from Southern Bly. When you pull when you pull it up, like I said, they're black at the where the stem goes into the ground, and that kills the whole. It cuts the circ cuts the flow of nutrients off to the plant and kills the whole plant at once. And you described yours as a kind of on the bottom of the plant. That kind yeah. of descri- kind of describes a early blight, the ones we always talk about. That it comes in early spring with rains, and which the decanil usually stops. Right. Would you but do anything a different to the soil for next year's crop? No. If it, if it's southern blight, there's nothing you can get it out of the soil with. As my old Mississippi State professor used to say, if you can't come up with southern blight, it's time to sell the farm. Ah. <laughs> so <laughs> so dig, dig up all the dirt, get rid of it, and start over, huh? Oh, no. Uh, well, just use some of the new hybrids that have resistance to that. Okay, I got you. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up on some celebrities for next year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what what would you would this um, uh, rodeo twenty twenty is that looking good for everybody? Because that looks pretty good here. What's some twenty 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 fertilizer? No, no, no. The, the tomato, uh, the rodeo tomato. Oh yeah, <laughs> the red snapper. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, red snapper. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it did well for you. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been okay. upset if you called and said it's the only one that died. <laughs> no, it's the only one that lived. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, well, good luck to you next next this spring. Yeah, I appreciate your help. Thank you. All okay, right. thank you for calling back. Did you want to ask your question on the air? Yes. Oh, Lord. Did you want to ask your question on the air? You can just talk. We'll pick you up. You'll be on the air. Is that okay? All right. Hang on. All right, what you got there? You're on the air. Pomegranate. Oh, Lord. Yeah, why is Jerry getting away? Oh, thank you. Yeah. I just pointed toward her a little bit. There we go. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so what's going on? That's a regular pomegranate. What's your problem? Oh, don't say it that way. <laughs> what's going on, ma'am? You didn't want to eat those things, did you? Hey. They all split. Yeah. Everyone on the tree split, but four. Yeah. I got four good ones, and they're covered in black moldy spots. Right. And not very appealing. Right. So I got four ugly ones out of a hundred split ones. What causes them to split? <laughs> it's usually the variety. It's uh, usually the variety. Uh, I know Mr. Moy at the Botanical Garden actually bred, used to breed uh, pomegranates, and every one that would split, the fruit would split, he'd throw away, he'd kill, kill the plant. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, because this is wonderful, and it's not wonderful. There you go. I, it took the words right out of my mouth. But uh, wonderful is a standard variety. But uh, yeah, I, and I it would. Perf- it performs well in other, like in California. In California, that's what they get all the juice from. Yeah, but it isn't. It is. It's the best we had for years here in Texas. But now, 
Now it's not very competitive. But even the new ones have a tendency to split. Well, I'm going to dig it up. There you go. You didn't want to eat those things anyway, did yeah, you? Yeah, she did. No, I didn't want to pay $5.88 for one at the grocery store. Oh. Which is how much they are. Yeah. They're big, though, aren't they? Yeah. And they're not split, are they? No, they're nice. Mm. And they're not spotted with black. <laughs> You're not helping her, now. <laughs> I know, but... that's uh, have you, Every year, is that what you get? Every year. Every year. And I started out, I counted them. I had 113 pomegranates when they were small. And I ended up with 96, which I think is a pretty good. Yeah. But... They're all like that. Yeah. That's, uh, if, uh, is everybody getting the same response out there in the audience? Uh, I was just wondering if there was a, if, uh, how are you watering? How are you watering them? Uh, God waters them. There you go. If it's been really dry for a long time, I'll put a sprinkler under them just where I think the roots are. Yeah, did you do that this year? Mm-hmm. Okay. So sometimes that splitting can be caused by fluctuating water. In other words, drying out and then getting too wet. Well, they well, really that, that is that, after that four inches of rain. There you go. Uh, they were trying to expand, and the, the, the skin had set up. But uh, with that said, that happens every year. I'm digging the it up. Right. I'm digging it Good up. girl. Well, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 a.m. The answer. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Again, I want to talk to you about BSG, a builder systems group here out of San Antonio. BSG does a great job of helping you not only have uh, protect your home, protect your loved ones, but also to add conveniences by making your home a smart home. And that could mean almost anything: uh, cameras uh, set up. We're going to talk to uh, Jim over there to this week and uh, talk to him a little bit about all the stuff that they do. But if you want to hear here did you want to talk to calvin a sec just talk to calvin you don't have to and um the uh, uh you you can uh, find out all the stuff that they do by going to bsgtexas.com but uh all kinds of conveniences that you're looking for um to make your home easier to work with um and to provide more security we talked about one the other day which was a little latch that you can a little uh, Thing you can stick to your uh, fence or gate that tells you if that seal is broken, it's waterproof. And if the seal is broken, you get alerted on your phone or it sets the alarm off depending upon what's going on and what you want to do. But you can use it for a variety of different things. You don't have to use it for the gate. You can use it for your car. You can use it for your mailbox. Uh, so once the mail is delivered, you know exactly when it's come because you get an alert that the mailbox thing has come off. Okay, that's just a real small example of all the ways that BSG can make your life more convenient uh, and uh, and safer. And some of those things, have a, that's both a safety feature because if someone comes in and opens up that gate at 3 in the morning, uh, it's probably not a good thing. Uh, 
but it's also a convenience feature like the mailbox. So uh, you can give them a call. First off, you can go to BSG. Hang on. I, I, I thought you were going to talk to that guy. What's that? Does it electrocute them when they open the gate? No, it just alerts you or it, oh. alert, or it sets the alarm off, which alerts the authorities. Okay. So you said it how you <laughs> need it to do. And they're going to work with you on that. And they're going to make sure that you understand all the stuff, how to use it, answer any questions. That's what's cool about them as well. So it's BSG Texas. Uh, dot com, bsgtexas.com, and they've got all kinds of great prices, too, uh, going on right now. That's basically what you're getting is high-quality equipment, best you're going to find in San Antonio, incredible service, all at a much better price than you're going to find from those national guys. So give them a call and learn more. Did uh, you ask them about my video? Do they get video of the dog pooping I'll, on the yard? I'll ask them on Tuesday. We were going to we were going to have a meeting with Jim, and it got canceled. So I will ask them about whether you can show the you can show them the side of your house there you the video of the dog pooping on the lawn. So the neighbor can't deny it. Two one zero eight seven seven twelve twenty two. It's good for that. Two one zero eight seven seven twelve twenty two. The number to call to be a part of. I'm sorry. The number to call for BSG Texas. Uh, 210-877-1222. Sorry, just bsgtexas.com, and that's Builder Systems Group. There you go. All right, 210-308-8867 is the number to call, 210-308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. All All right, Calvin's uh, getting beat up over there. What you got going on? (laughs) Let's see, I mentioned the citrus trees were on sale, too. Did I? Didn't I mention that? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We got James on the line. Okay. James called us back at 210-308-8867. Sorry, James, I forgot about you. What's going on? Man, people are always forgetting about me. No, I understand. I'm hey, sorry. I, it's it's the heat, James. No, it's no, getting to me. No problem. Hey, I appreciate the bumper music. It's amazing, all the different um, genres. <laughs> types of talk radio. It's paying tribute to Eddie Van Halen. That's awesome. You're, Appreciate you're, that. You're making Al very happy right now. He is he is yelling at the uh, at the board right there in the studio, going, "Milton, I told you, I told you, Milton." So yeah, I'm glad you like it. Got to finally see him in 2012. Their last stop in San Antonio. It was great. Wow, anyway, how cool was that? That was good. Ninth row seats. It was awesome. It was awesome. Wow. Hey, yeah, check my son. He's a my son's a guitar player as well as, as Jerry. And uh, it was a great show. Anyway, Good. garlic. I, I wanted to do this for years. I, I grew garlic once back in the 90s, but it was that elephant garlic, I think. Didn't do too well. So I, I had a coworker uh, a couple of years ago. It was reminding me in October. She was just taking grocery store garlic pods and sticking them in a pot. So I want to do that now. Um, how deep? And do you just break the garlic uh, big bulb apart and plant those individually? And if so, how far apart and how deep in, in a like a whiskey barrel type pot? What are what are they? Garlic, garlic. just like gro- gro- grocery store garlic, white garlic bulb. Like like garlic, just the gr- the grocery store garlic. Oh, it's garlic. And oh, how do you want to do it again? Garlic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You uh, you break break the bulbs apart. Uh, do you have elephant garlic or is it just a grocery store garlic? H E B white bulb garlic. Okay. Um, now, do, do they have uh, individual bublets on the each? Are they one single stalk like an onion? 
It's in my pocket. Let me take it out. Is I going to take it outside? <laughs> oh, you, you afraid of vampires? What's uh, happening yeah. there, James? <laughs> well, my dogs, maybe. No. It's yeah, actually yeah. a half a bulb because I used some of this in a dish the other day. But it's uh, oh, okay. They're pretty, they're pretty good size. They're like an inch long. Um, yeah. Just break them apart. Do I peel them? Um, like if I was going to no. cook with them or leave them? No, no. Don't. You don't, don't peel them. Call. You're okay. Okay, you do not peel them. How, how, how deep and how far apart in a, in a container? About, uh, about two inches deep. Well, yeah, two inches deep. They're, they're fairly big bulbs, you said. And, uh, yeah, it's about an inch tall. Yeah, the clothes, I guess they're called clothes. Probably four to six inches apart. Okay, and, and then the top of each one about an inch deep with the bottom being two inches? Right. Or deeper than that. Okay. All right. Well, two inch inches deep is at fine. the top. Two inches at the it, top. I don't, yeah, I don't think it really matters. And uh, they won't freeze. They shouldn't freeze. I'm doing most of no. my experience with uh, elephant garlic, you know, the big one with the uh, multiple yeah, that's the only, that's the only kind I've grown. Yeah. Okay. Um, does, it ma- does it matter which side up? Uh, the base of the no. bulb, or no, it doesn't no, matter. Uh, okay, the kind of okay. uh, the the elephant garlic has got a, uh, it's uh, kind of got a little top, a little tip that points up. Right, right. the bottom has got a flat spot on it. Right, these will have like a flat spot too. So put the flat end down. You think? Yeah, right. Okay, that's what I needed to know. Thank you. Thank you, James. Good luck to you. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867. Marty is on this line. Marty, is this Rio Grande Gold, Marty? This is Rio Grande Gold, Marty. Yes. (laughs) How how are you guys doing? Mine are turning red on the bottom. Turning red, turning beautiful red. Yeah, mine too. From gold to red. It took a while, but they're getting there. Good, okay. Yeah, they're getting getting good. Yeah, I want to thank you guys for... uh, Paying the tribute to Eddie Van Halen, especially his version of Pretty Woman by uh, Roy Orbison. You're oh, making, yeah. You're making Al very happy. He's, <laughs> he's smiling from ear to ear now. I was supposed to let Milton know this specifically. Ha, 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 I've been set up. That's okay, there you Marty. Go. Okay. I'm glad you yeah. enjoyed it, man. I, I really did. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering, I remember one year you guys highlighted uh, the Roma Tomato. But yeah, now Roma? It, it seems the Roma, uh, they see like the one that they have like an HEB, but you don't right. hear too much about it now. Uh, is it going to make a comeback or is it gone forever? Well, I think we Mom, had some, didn't we? We had some Romas, and uh, we we actually had the seed of a special one that we found in our trials uh-huh. that tasted pretty good. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, the commercial growers... Uh, I'm talking about transplant growers uh, sell much much fewer numbers of Roma than they do any any other large fruited uh, or cherry tomato. Okay. So uh, okay. they they don't have the Roma that we selected anymore. Well, I think I've got some seed in the refrigerator. Right. <laughs> But uh, uh, the regular Roma, there's usually uh, some of those available here at Millburger. Okay. 
But I know that, that's the that's the one that we use here at the house for you know for cooking and and for yeah, and so forth. Yeah. And it's and, a real uh, versatile tomato, you know. Yeah, it is, and it's uh, pretty much of a heat setter too. Right, right, right. And it's, it's it's one of my favorite tomatoes, you know, especially along the lines of tycoon and uh, celebrity. I know celebrity kind of got a hard knock while ago, but celebrity is one of my favorites as well, yeah. as well as Ruby Crush, you know. But uh, <laughs> I want to th- th- thank you for all taste. you do. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I try to get the the, the, the top top best ones, and, and and I know the choices that I make. They they they're all former rodeo tomatoes, so right, I know they're right. they're good choices. There but I want to thank you guys. Thank you guys for the info, and I do appreciate it. Yeah, Marty, always good to talk to you, man. And thanks for making Al feel good. All right, you bet. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. Vicki is on the line. Hey, Vicki, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Thank you. You all sound you're having fun. Yeah, we are. What's going on? How can we help you? Well, my son has a tree in his yard, um... But he doesn't take care of it, and I chopped off all the branches it got on the roof. But uh, the thing that is, it has fruit on it. It has, um, it's, uh, I guess, the shape of a small ball or something. Yeah, I don't know. you say it it's, has... it's, a, it's an oak, a lava oak? No, she doesn't know what no, it is. No, it has, uh, oh. no, it has, um, fruit of some kind beautiful flowering you know it's white purple and has uh um yeah. I don't is it know a white white flower it. it's white Excellent. and it has some purple on it oh, and right. it has purple a nice flower how tall is it it grows real tall but this what? one wasn't taken care of it was near the house so it leans you know, this way and that way, and you can uh, trim it. What? I trim and his it. food on it now? Yes, uh-huh. Okay. Hmm. One, one of the things I that's blooming know. up a storm right now is Mexican olive. Yeah. Beautiful. I was oh, going to mention that. Except that most of them don't have fruit, right? They drop their, their, their summer fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's dropping now, and it's oh. about the size of a ball, small ball. So you say, well, okay, now, so like a baseball or a jack's ball? Just a, I guess, like a, a ping- small ball or it's shaped like of a, a ping, ping pong, pong ball? Really. So about the size of a ping pong ball? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do they eat the fruit? Uh, can you eat it? I don't know. No, have they eaten it's it? full of fruit, and I chopped it all up because it was on the roof. You know, the, it was planted too close to the house, and mm. I don't know, yeah. but it, it, it has beautiful flowers, and, um, it, and the fragrance is nice, but I never seen fragrance. anything like this. I've been to y'all's mm. shop and everything. Calvin's thinking. And they're mainly white, right? Hmm. So white, white, white fruit. No, no, sorry. White flowers with a little purple in them. And, uh, and I'm guess guessing. No, I don't know what shape it is. It has a nice flower on it, though. And does it bloom all summer? 
Yeah, when does it bloom? It blooms, I think. I'm over here at my son's house. I broke my leg, so... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Three times. But oh, my goodness. Because I'm always doing something, you know, um, outside. I'm an outside person. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, when was it blooming, Vicki? Do you remember? Let me see. Uh, I guess um, earlier in the summer. Okay, early summer bloomer, white flowers, tall white, tree. Uh, big flowers, you know. With a little purple. Well, yeah, mm. nice. The, the best I can guess is the Mexican olive. I can't think. Could of your it. son take a picture and send it to us? You could too. Uh, but you, you need to take care of your leg. No, I, I, I guess he's not here right now. So. Oh I'll no, no, just too. whenever. Oh, okay. But you got a pencil and paper. I've never or? seen one or heard of this, and somebody well, yeah, told me. We, that you could eat it. Yeah. Well, let's let's see if we can't. I think the picture will help us. We'll probably get some people that email us and tell us what they think it is. But yeah, ask them to take a picture, and then do you have a pencil? We'll give you an email address to send it to. Okay. You ready? Yes. Yes. Go ahead. Jerry? You oh. Want, you want to send it to me? Yeah. Okay. Just M-I-L-T-O-N, Milton. At klup.com. Just have them email me the picture. Okay. Milton at klup.com. Yeah, and then... Uh, okay. I don't guess it could be a... Lo- how many, How much fruit is on it? Is it loaded with fruit? Oh, it has oodles of fruit, and it would have had... Um, it's dropping by the gallon. And uh, the thing it is that uh, this tree, I don't know what... Uh, it has good-sized limbs, but um, and it grows real tall because I've got to cut it. It's still on the roof. My son is not a, <laughs> a worker like me outside, so. There you go. I wonder if it's a local. And, uh, we have fruit on it now? Not except no. the white flower. The flower is not that. Showy, is it to you? No. And it's low-cut fragrant? It's white, I think. Oh, it is white? Okay. I don't think it's fragrant. Well, so I, I, I think, think it, it has, let me see. I'm not very good in describing nothing. It has a That's okay, you're doing great. It's like the shape of a lily. You know the lily flower? The or flower the looks like a lily? It has a hmm. shape of that. Well, let's uh, yeah, let's let's, let's see let's see if our audience uh, recognizes it, and otherwise we'll wait. Yeah, we'll a lot take of a break. Uh, couple people here, I don't know who they were. They came, you know, selling something or want, you know, to buy, and they said that you could eat it, but they didn't What's tell the, me the name or anything. Yeah, so. we'll see if any of our our listeners call in too, Vicky. You keep listening. Take care of your leg, okay? Thank you, and y'all have a good day. It's nice talking you too. to you. Bye. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Thank you, Vicky. Help me remember we need to uh, announce that there's a program on uh, Thursday. All right, I will tell you that in just a second. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On 930 AM, the answer.
back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. Quick message about deck and patio care by Barry Hagendorf. Since the mid-'80s, Barry has been sealing decks and patios, making them look wonderful, helping homeowners to keep them looking good, and not only that, but keep them protected as well. If you have uh, want to see what it looks like, uh, go to deckandpatiocare.com and see the before and after pictures. Barry's commercial says it all. It really can look new again, and you'll be surprised. It really can look new again. The picture says it, and if you go and read one of the reviews, here's one from just about a week ago. Barry and his team did a great job on resealing my deck. Looks like a brand-new deck. Highly recommended. Five-star review. So you, uh, Barry will help you out. He's a great guy, and uh, he's uh, really considered San Antonio's expert in uh, patio care and deck care. And it's deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com, or call them at 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. Real quick, Calvin, you've got one, and then we've got a caller on the line. Okay, we got Rose Hart Butterfly Garden Dedication. That's Thursday at 4 p.m., on October 15th, and it's right here close to Millburgers. The special guests are going to have Clayton Perry, who was a consul in and San Antonio Butterfly Project Initiative, and then there's the um, Drake White, who's another butterfly expert. They're going to uh, distribute some wildflower seed packets. Oh, nice. And there'll be a butterfly release, lots of information. We'll spend more time tomorrow uh, talking okay. about the, this event, but just uh, put your... Tentatively put it on your calendar, 4 p.m. Thursday, October 15th, uh, and it's a dedication of the Rose Heart Butterfly Garden here uh, just off of 410. Very cool. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Robert is on the line. Hey, Robert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you guys. You guys Thank are tremendous. Um, I've got a dilemma. I've got a little, I've got three trees, a peach tree that's about 10 years old, a plum tree that's about three years old, and a pear tree that's about four years old. And I've, re- I've had a lot of peaches this year skip. So, you know, I understand they skip once in a while. But nothing has come out of my pear tree or my plum tree. And maybe my dilemma is I planted them maybe a little too close. Uh, They're probably around 5 to 10 feet apart. What kind of plum do you know? I I don't. Mm, How about a pear? pear? Do you know that? First question... Yeah, the first question we always ask is, because because pears, plums, apples, peaches, they all have a requirement for a certain amount of cold weather in the winter, and we've had a lot of them the last three or four winters that have not gotten enough cold mm. weather. That's why oh, I was I asking see. what selection. You know, and, I uh, I don't recall, I don't recall what kind of peach, what kind of plum, or what kind of pear. All I know is that that's what they are. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I. I, and I'm concerned because the, the pear tree hasn't given me anything ever, and the plum tree gave me a couple of plums, and that was it. So, that and the peach a, tree is always is always giving me peaches. Huh, well, that's a good sign. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm worried about how old that peach tree is. 
It's about ten they, years old. They, they have they have a <laughs> about a ten to twelve year lifespan before some of the problems that we have with peaches wipe them wipes them out. But well, if that, yours is looking healthy and everything, that's great yeah. to hear because now I I have um, a reason to take that sucker down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you see any yeah. sap coming out of the bottom, uh, the main stem, main trunks? Uh, no, because I usually kick my tree a couple of times to get that stuff moving up to the top. Okay. Uh, okay, if you take it out, plant uh, Calvin and our favorite, the Florida King. Yeah, boy, that one just, I used to have you a commercial peach orchard, and I'd still be in the business if I had... Stuck Probably with Florida so. King, man. That's a good peach. You called it a Florida King? Yeah, Florida King. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You bet. Uh, Thanks uh, for calling. Oh, yes, sir. About the others not blooming, uh, I don't know what to tell you on that. Uh, we've got a plum. Uh, yeah, I think it was sold to us as a plum or given to us as a, as a plum. And that thing has had it's it's been there five or six years, and it's had three or four plums. Meth Methley or Santa Rosa are always mentioned, but yeah, right. They have not they have not performed real well those last three or four years. And pear trees, uh, did they bloom? Did the pear tree bloom? Robert, you still there? Nope. That doesn't sound like it. Okay. Okay. Well, if the pear tree bloomed give this it another, spring. Yeah, give it another chance. Yeah, give, uh, it's just coming into maturity All at right. that age. All right. but, but that's not unusual. We're having a lot of trouble with right. uh, fruit trees because of the variation in the in the weather and the war, warm winters. So yeah. we can discuss that further, too. Yeah. All right. Got about three minutes left or so. So, so we'll, Calvin, uh, are Cal- you and Kevin and I going to get our mammograms on October 17th? Yeah, they're having a, the right here, University right? Health System. It's like the blood drive, though. You have to. It's on MillburgerNursery.com. Yeah. Uh, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so they're doing uh, October mamma- 17th. It's not, they're not free. Nine to two. But they're making it more convenient. And, yeah, you go go to the nursery, uh, MillbergerNursery.com website. So that will be next week. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, you can find out all the details on there. They'll help you with insurance and explain all that to you and make an appointment for you, too. So that's good. And guess what's coming up on the October 24th? Blood drive. There you go. Yeah. Ten till two. October 24th. Mm-hmm. And as always... Yes. Blood is in short supply. Actually, I talk- there's a lot of blood walking around, but if it's not in the jar, they can't use it. That's what they say. They said <laughs> that they – actually, I was talking to Melody. You'll hear her tomorrow when you drive in on In the Loop at 11. Oh, okay. Uh, and Good. she was talking about it. We'll have her on next week, too. But they were talking about normally I think they have – gosh, I'm trying to remember the number now. Um, well, it's more enough. than half. So normally at this time of year, they would have like 80 blood drives going yeah. on, and they have like 20. 
Oh no! Yeah, so it's uh, and people are, are 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 not donating as much. One because of the holidays, two, uh, and you don't have to worry about this. They make all the uh, the arrangements. They're worried about the COVID, COVID situation, but also. Uh, businesses that would have normally had blood drives That's true. are not having them because they're not they're all working from home they're working remotely right. same with churches and stuff but yeah so this is a good one and you just go to uh, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website but that link to should be on Millburgers and it'll show you how to sign up which also helps you to make it so that you just come boom bada bing bada boom you're in you're out <laughs> I got your blood you're gone <laughs> they got your blood. Huh? And Millburgers is giving a nice thank you gift. Kind of like a vampire on steroids. Kind of like it. Yeah, just you lie down, boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get gone. Peter, we got I bet they're one. using that. I'm pre- glad the show's almost over. Yeah. <laughs> Getting gruesome. I bet they're using that pre- pressure uh, gay plan. Yeah. I mean, uh, to, to, no, to suck the good blood out. I don't fast, think they so. use that. Unless they they have don't to, use no, they, it's not that busy yet. <laughs> But it doesn't take, and she was explaining, if you listen to the show tomorrow, she's, she explains all the different types of uh, donations you can make. And, uh, and what time is your show, Milton? 11 o'clock on Sunday. 11 to 12. 11 to 11 11.30. Yeah. Yeah. Followed by Real Life Radio, which is very good as well. So, anyway. And you can also listen to my preacher at on uh-huh. K-Loop at... Uh, same station. You like old Sean. Yeah, he's yeah, good. Yeah, he comes on right after that. Funny. So. Yeah, he does a good job. Uh, somebody walked by a while ago teasing Calvin with some cyclamen. Oh, and, man. And when I opened the, the sales deal, guess what the first picture is? Cyclamen, five ninety nine. Yeah. Almost $6. They're pretty. Yeah. And the, the pandies are, are still looking good out yeah. there on the reel. I can see the snapdragons from here, too. Yeah. What's up? All right. We got to go, Milton. Uh-oh, yeah. All right, well, hang on a sec. We're going to take. We're gonna sign off for the day. All right, so uh, listen, we are going to sign off for the day. Thanks, sir. Al, doing a great job back at the station. And, of course, thanks to you for listening and being a part of the show. We're back here tomorrow at Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Uh, If you want more information, we'll give you more information on the event Calvin was talking about.